Article 10, The Divine Choice, by Pastor Dan Gaiman. The racially diverse, multicultural, universal idea that everyone in particular and people in general must all share a level playing field, that everyone must participate in a world of absolute equality with equal outcome, that we all must be somehow emptied of everything and anything that will enhance individuals' superiority, intelligence, ambition, virtue, excellence of one person or group above another is simply intolerable in 21st century America. The absurdity of a holy God choosing one people above all others is repugnant and offensive to a growing maturity of those who even care to think spiritual and biblical thoughts. The Bible, the very bedrock and foundation for the entire Western Christian infrastructure and civilization, is resting on the premise of a divine choice. The essence of the Bible's story, and it is this story that has fueled the genius for the entire fabric of Western Christian civilization, begins not with a man seeking God, nor a collective body reaching out for the divine, infinite God of all creation. No, not at all. It is rather a holy God who, for reasons that are secret to him, reached down from heaven to earth to make a particular choice. God chose one man, Abraham, and one woman, Sarah, from his own kindred stock, divinely preserved back some 20 generations to Adam. God bypassed every other method of human reasoning and chose Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Israel, and the people descending from this line of racial descent to be his own chosen people above all the other people upon the earth. Speaking of the people of this divine choice, God said this, For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all the people that are upon the face of the earth. From Deuteronomy 7, 6. The eternal God declares this of his divine choice in Israel in Amos 3, 2. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. Israel had been brought into a place of privilege, and with this honor came responsibility, and detailed an unsparing indictment for rebellion and disobedience. Jesus said this about the sheep people in Matthew 15, 24. I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. The divine choice of Israel is of paramount importance, as Romans 9.4 tells us. In fact, every father, mother, and minister of the gospel should know what God says. Who are Israelites? To whom pertaineth the adoption, and the glory, and the covenants, and the giving of the law, and the service of God, and thy promises? Whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came? Who is over all? God blessed forever. Amen. The Bible is the story of Israel, the law, history, poetry, prophets, gospels, epistles, then book of Revelation, contain the story of Israel, the people of the divine choice. The Holy Spirit inspired some 40 Israelites to write scripture. They were made the custodians of scripture. Regarding his human nature, Jesus Christ absolutely was an Israelite of the tribe of Judah. He arrived as a kinsman redeemer to save his people from their sin and thereby justified God's divine choice. The choice of one special people above all others on the earth flies in the face of every platitude in the philosophical, religious, and political arena of modern-day thinking. The coronation of Charles III on May 6, 2021, may have been the first coronation in the history of the Anglo-Saxon royalty to promote 
inclusiveness, and a place for all of the varying belief systems rooted amid the formerly Christian nations of Europe. How so? Representatives of several major religions were given invitations to the coronation. The obvious intent was to make the coronation as inclusive and multicultural as possible, with the new attitude being that Christianity in general, and Jesus Christ in particular, simply provide one pathway to eternal life and the divine. This was a great disappointment. King Charles and the nation of Britain apparently have lost sight of the fact that every royal who occupies the throne of David is simply a tenant, a placeholder for Jesus Christ, the greater David, who is destined to sit upon this throne as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Moreover, every reference to deity at the coronation should have been reserved to the one who declared, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. From John 14, verse 6. Jesus Christ should have been particularized by every means possible at this coronation. Sadly, the person of Jesus Christ was minimized in every possible way. Since the entire ceremony is built from biblical precedent, it was literally impossible to divorce the coronation ceremony, including the anointing of the king, from exposure to its biblical roots. The coronation of the British king is really the affair of one kindred race of people. This does not mean that the eternal God does not have a love for and concern for all the individual races he created. Obviously, there is a divine intent and purpose for their creation, or they would not be here. It is apparent that the creator of heaven and earth and all things therein has purpose to, cre to create a world of diverse, distinctive, particular races with the intention that from the very beginning, the law of kind after his kind, enumerated ten times in Genesis creation, was to be the means by which all reproduction was to proceed. Every race was to retain God's unique mark of ownership, with all of the unique physical, mental, psychological, and endless other differences to remain within God's original design. We were not granted permission to mess with God's design. Scripture does not elaborate any details about the communion of the non-white races with the divine and infinite God of Scripture. However, Micah 4 verse 5 does give a very strong clue that at least in the coming kingdom, representatives of every race that God created will walk every one in the name of his God, and we the people of divine choice will walk in the name of the Lord our God forever and ever. Every race can relate to the Creator in some manner. These races were never placed under covenant, were not placed under law, and have no responsibility to stand in judgment for violating the divine code of ethics, the Ten Commandments. It's a steep climb for people living amid the diversity and multiculturalism of the 21st century to absorb and process the truths of Scripture, which have long been the foundation rock upon which Western Christian civilization was birthed, baptized, and developed. In such a world, it is difficult for people to understand that the entire corpus of the Bible is resting on the premise of the divine choice, that our eternal God made in plucking Abraham and Sarah out from Ur of the Chaldees, in the land of Mesopotamia, as the seed stock for the chosen people in Christ before the world began. Abraham did not choose God. Isaac did not choose God. Jacob, Israel, did not choose God. And neither has any man or woman from this pedigreed stock ever chosen God and his word. If you know Jesus Christ and are quickened and given the capacity to be drawn to God by faith in Jesus Christ, you can be sure of this. This salvation is by grace alone, by faith in Christ alone. 
by Scripture alone, for the glory of God alone. Salvation is the gift from God and is a possession that you cannot lose. God made the choice and paid the price for your sin. You are a child of the King and belong to Him. You are the pearl of great price that He purchased with His blood. Blood that He cannot and will not lose. From John chapter 10, verses 26 to 30. This call from the infinite to us, the finite, is special indeed. We must praise and glorify God in His holy name. Our sovereign God radiates His blessings upon the entire world. These blessings can accrue to the various races for this life only. Their obedience to and worship of God now have nothing to do with eternity. Representatives from every race will pass into the kingdom, but not by resurrection. Rather, they will live and die and continue in this fashion for as long as God purposes. If you sincerely believe that you are a member of God's divine choice, by all means, do what God instructs. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if ye do these things, ye shall never fall. From 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 10.